Welcome to the Millennial Times Podcast with your hosts, Uriel and Jock. What's happening? Hey, what's up? How are you guys doing? All right. So we actually haven't made a podcast in a while, but we're actually glad to be back. Um, I hope all you guys are doing well. Uh, we decided to do a special episode on something that we feel is really current. The student loans. Yes, and inflation. I'll, I'll, all the questions I have for you guys will come later, but... Let's talk about the elephant in the room. The prices of everything. Yes, yes. Inflation. Joking. Exactly what, I mean, like, what are we looking at right now with inflation? So inflation is about, I believe, the last time I checked, it was about, about 8.5 or 8.3%. And uh, it's skyrocketing. So your basic goods like groceries have gone up. You know, your gallon of milk has gone up a few cents. Um, gas has definitely gone up in major cities. And um, the average um, gas right now is about six eighteen, six twenty. So it's a bit expensive now. Dude, ch- uh, check this out. So last week I have a coworker who's actually lives in uh, Arizona in Tucson. Yeah. So she told me that two weeks ago the milk was two eighteen, and then now it's five sixteen. Dude, yeah. the same gallon of milk. Yes. It, it, it almost, almost no more than doubled actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, inflation is it's going up every month, and this is this is a bad thing about um, the inflation crisis. By the time you know it, there's not going to be a middle class anymore. It's going to be either you're rich or you're poor. And what is the state? What is, the state is known as for people having money. So the more money you have, the more advantage you have. Because if you're rich, inflation won't you it, you won't really it won't really affect you. But if you're poor, it's going to affect you the most. So if you could take a hundred bucks to get groceries for the week, that hundred dollars is gonna it's not gonna stretch you as far. You know? But if you're rich, a hundred dollars is nothing to you. Because it's you know, relative speaking, a hundred dollars isn't anything at all. You uh you what did you say the rate was? I believe it was eight point five percent or eight point three percent. Okay, so guys, so knowledge one on one, hit head and gems. Yep. Inflation every year ranges between two to three percent yes so the fact that jock just said that it's over eight percent this year guys that is a textbook definition of hyperinflation. okay yes. don't get it twisted things go up over time yes. that is inflation but because it jumped at such a high rate that is hyperinflation so it's not you guys thinking that it's just not expensive no it's literally expensive it's not in your heads it's literally getting harder out here. Yes. And the thing is, like, this is like um, the after effects of uh, printing infinite amount of money. Trillions of dollars were printed in a short, in a short time period. So, so, so let's talk, let's actually talk about that. So you say printing money, right? Yes. So what exactly does that do to, like, what is the relation between inflation and printing money? Like, why is that a bad thing? Wouldn't more money be good no more money when you have more money um the, the market shifts so they could charge you more since you er, there's more money in the market that is fluctuating around the market so when there's more money that is being printed what happens stocks can go up sometimes you know um groceries will go up so everything is in the coordinate with the um with the current market price so now for example so cars are going up because of the um semiconductor uh shortage oh you're talking about the blue chips the, the, the blue chips yeah okay okay 
though a lot of those are printed in china damn so since corona since this virus is um affecting the market shipping times have delayed the process you know the price of goods metals are now expensive so car manufacturers are like oops we're not going to make more toyotas we're not going to make more hondas we're not going to make more mercedes because people aren't purchasing them as much so what we're going to do is we're going to make a limited amount and then we're going to charge more so the people who could afford it are going to get it what happens now used cars go up used cars have gone up almost 20 percent so your 2009 uh honda civic is now worth that cost it cost eight thousand is now worth fourteen thousand almost half in short term in the short time period so when you print more money you're not causing good you're causing you're actually causing bad so that's why the market shifts so basically okay do you how many stimuluses did we have what like two or three damn i think the first stimulus was like 1.2 trillion or something yeah. like that i forgot what the other stimulus amounts were but um there there's been multiple stimuluses you guys here's the thing when you print more money the money that you have on hand becomes less valuable exactly. so think about it this way you guys let's say you have pie right you have a piece of pie and you cut it in half right so when you print more money imagine cutting that pie into fourths yep. and then you print more money then you cut it to eighths so yes you have more pieces but that just means the pieces get getting smaller and smaller yep. the whole is still the same it's just you need more pieces to make for what you had that's what happens with money so when there's more money in circulation the money in hand becomes less valuable exactly that's the worst thing like that's the worst thing about holding cash in the bank account saving cash hoarding cash because inflation you're losing money this is why the ultra rich people with great financial um that has great financial plans and they know how to spend money they don't hold cash they invest that in stocks properties like real estates and all that 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 cash flows cash flow is essential in business because mm -hmm. if you're businesses and cash flowing you're actually losing money and the thing about business is very binary either you're making money or you're losing money so you have to um look at dollars as working people and they are working for you your dollars supposed to work for you it's not supposed to just rest there at a bank account with what 0.001 um interest in your money if anything this is what the banks do you guys they get your money they use it, they invest it, or they lend it to people, and they make more money off of your money. It's a simple concept. So if you think about it that way, you know, you're going to think about money. Because a lot of people think about with money with as an emotional, you know, oh, I'm going to buy that Gucci bag because uh, <laughs> it's going to make me look cool. Or I'm going to buy Louis Vuitton, you know, because um, it's nice, you know. People are going to look at me a certain way. No, 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 no. People, the rich don't do that what they do is they invest that money into a stock so if you buy that $700 Louis Vuitton belt they're going to buy $700 worth of Tesla yes. now after two years that money has maybe tripled maybe quadrupled you know so that money is just going up 
now you can go buy four Louis belts if you want. You see? So money, you're not supposed to have an emotional relationship with money. But a lot of people do. And that's why a lot of people aren't making a lot of money. Guys, this is no offense to anyone out there. But if you're paying $22 for avocado toast, rethink your way of approaching food. Exactly. Buy the toast. Buy the avocado and just make it at home. Yes. All you have to do is sprinkle salt and pepper. Look, you can pay $8 for a loaf of bread and some avocados. Or you can go to Tiffany's down on Broadway and pay $22 for avocado toast. Guys, rethink what you're doing. This is not the time to be messing around with your money. This is not the time to be taking things lightly. And it's definitely not the time to run away from your problems. Right now is the time to strap on the boots. Yes, it is getting harder, but there are solutions. So one thing that the jock hit on the money is put your money in things that make sense. Yes. So hey, let's let's rewind the, the clock a few months ago, okay? So Bitcoin was 50000 okay, mm -hmm. each. Right now, it's crashed so much that it's in the, the, the high 20s. So almost half the value dropped. Yes. The, now, you would think this is a bad thing, but it's actually a good thing. What you want to do is actually buy it right now. Microsoft, Apple, uh, Facebook, and their, uh, Amazon, all of them have tanked at least 20% in value on the stock. Yes. This is the time to buy, you guys. Exactly. You buy this and you make sure you make it work for you. Now, look, we're going to give you some hope here that you guys can get ahead. There are certain must and must nots during hyperinflation. And the, the number one thing is do not have your money in a bank account. Yes, you do need money mm -hmm. to pay bills, transactions, all that stuff. Yes, go ahead. Leave that money in there because you got to pay bills. But all the money that you have surplus, pay yourself, okay? Put it in a retire in a Roth IRA where you can pay taxes now yes. and just buy the S&P. The S&P 500 is, is down $40 a share right now, okay? Buy that. Another thing too, if possible, when you're buying goods, try to pay cash instead of card because you can avoid the... the uh, charging fee 50 yep. cents a dollar two dollars it doesn't sound like much guys but you guys are going to buy the stuff anyway so you might as well get it at a discounted price exactly and third this is going to be the hardest for a lot of you but consume less straight up stop buying in bulk if you are going to throw the food away yes it's nice to go to costco and buy all that chicken breast i get it but it doesn't serve you good if you're buying it in bulk and you're not eating half of it. Okay? No. Buy the things that don't go bad in bulk. Buy toilet paper in bulk. Paper towels in bulk. But when food, right now, guys, just buy per use. Okay? Consume less. You know that you're not going to be eating that much. So why are you throwing away all this food? Yeah, that happens, man. Like, I'm guilty of that. You know, go to Whole Foods. I buy like $150 worth of groceries and I don't even touch the food. I try to eat the fruit, the rot, and I throw it away. So buy what you're going to use and and um, to save you more money, you know, because if you're buying, this is crazy. I like buying strawberries that are 
organic and I'll run up like six, seven bucks. But it's I'm throwing cash away if I'm not eating it, if it's rotten. I'm mm-hmm. not eating rotten strawberries. Like, that's insane. Yeah. So buy where you're going to eat. And you're probably wondering, well, I don't know what I'm going to eat. Well, write it down. Have a plan. You know, have a dinner plan. No prep if you have to, you know. So these are little tactics that you could use to save money, you know, and also to make money. And by no means is this financial advice. This is just for entertainment purposes only. So you can take what you want. But um, yeah. So we're going to talk now about. um, We're going to talk now about. What's a good. uh, Why is the market so expensive when buying a home? Guys, this goes back to 2008. Mm -hmm. Supply and demand. Before 2008, we had subprime loaning where, long story short, if you had a part-time job at McDonald's, you can buy a house, okay? Now, that might seem funny to you now because there's no way that's possible, but once upon a time, it was. You know, buying a house with a 20% interest rate. Terrible, right? So now, we live in a time where buying houses are more strict. There, you have to meet way more contingencies, and it is to protect the lender and to protect you. But with that, also what happened is people had this sort of um, trauma that they, like as a whole in the United States, had a trauma that they were afraid to buy houses. So what happened? I'm sure you guys have noticed within the last 10 years that luxury apartments have happened, more apartments and rentals like Airbnbs. You know, less commitment month to month. I'm sure you guys can find places anywhere that, you know, there was a period of time where you couldn't even do a six month rental. Now you can find leases that are six months, month to month, no deposit. You can find all this stuff, right? But can you find a house that's affordable? No. And why is that? It goes back to not constructing enough houses. Guys, there was not houses built adequately speaking because nobody wanted to buy houses everybody was so afraid of commitment that they made the (laughs) it's so funny there's a paradox you guys in general society was scared of making a commitment of buying a house that in the end they were committed to just their ways and what they did is they put all this money because you need a place to live they put all this money in apartments that yeah, they got a decent rate for rent, but now look, they don't have anything. Guys, if you would have bought a house 10 years ago now, I know a lot of you guys are younger, I get it, but let, your parents, right? If they would have bought a house 10 years ago, by now they would have had not only skin in the game, they would have equity, but they would have had a ton of appreciation, you guys. Definitely. A ton of appreciation. Houses from then to now, double, triple, quadrupled. Guys, in this last year alone, houses went up 20%. So that that the the truth is like you guys just got to get in. You guys got to get in and if you cannot afford the house, do not buy it, okay? Yes, we would all like to live at the beach. Yes, we would all like to live in the nice house. We have the dream house, guys. You there there will be a time and place for that. You got to buy what you can afford. And if you can't afford it, get yourself to a place to afford it. Yeah, exactly. You know, um it's right now there's a lot of programs 
you're probably wondering how do you buy a house in this uh current uh, market you need good credit credit is extremely vital especially here in the united states of america if you have shitty credit you will not be approved and if you do get approved you'll get hit with high interest rates which is not good in return if you get hit with the high interest rate you're pretty much if you get a if you get a car loan for example and the car's worth eighteen thousand, and you get hit with a 15 percent apr you know which is the interest rate whatever if you get hit with that you're pretty much buying the bank another car or you're mm -hmm. paying for half of their or half of another car so basically you just gave the bank free money so how do you um get um good credit if you don't have credit you get a secured credit card you can get this you could apply for it online you know fill out the little form whatever get a secure credit card you paid monthly once you paid monthly you call the bank and you're like hey at the secure secure credit card for about six months to a year what could i do to qualify for a regular credit card by this time your credit should be uh established once you have established credit you can um, get a credit card you, you purchase stuff and this is what i would do automatic payments so you link it to your debit card so then you're paying your credit card off that way mm -hmm. now that you have established credit for a couple of years and you have a decent income and you're starting your career you can purchase a house like Uriel said do not buy a house you cannot afford that's what a lot of people do they buy a nice house this is what my dad did when um he was alive he didn't buy the the first house wasn't it wasn't the best house you know it wasn't the best house he decided to buy um a cheaper house relatives relatively speaking he fixed it up and he rented it out then he bought a nice house you see a lot of people what they do in the beginning is they buy a nice house from the bat and that's you're not supposed to do that you're hustling backwards you know like yes. yeah so yeah with buying property you need good credit you need a good job and that's how you get in the game yes guys this is a major key right here your house is not an asset your house could be worth so much sure that still doesn't change the fact that every month you have to pay into it your house is not an asset okay i repeat that your house is not an asset your house is a liability the only time your house is an asset is when you're collecting rent so exactly. if you buy a house for 200 grand and you live in it and it goes up in value now it's worth 300 grand that's great and all which is good that's a good sign that still doesn't change the fact that it's a liability because you still have to pay taxes you still have to fix up the house and each month you're paying towards the mortgage guys a liability is something you put money towards an asset is something that gives you money so remember that do not put all your money into your house because it is not an asset now if you are renting it out yes. or if you have people living with you and they're paying you rent then yes it is an asset because then now you're charging them rent or let's say you buy a house and you live you know with mom and pop for like a few months or whatever or a year and you're collecting rent 
from that house, then the house, that same house you had, is now an asset because now you can charge rent at at the value of three hundred thousand dollars instead of two hundred, exactly. which is good. But remember, guys, do not buy the dream house because when it goes up in value, the only time it ever serves you is if you sell it, which I'm sure you guys don't want to sell, you know, because it's a valuable home. But just know the difference, you guys. There's a big, big, big difference, and thousands and thousands and thousands of families fall into the trap every single time. Yeah all the time you know you try to buy that million dollar house you know and what you can't afford it what happens when you can't afford something you go into foreclosure mm -hmm. For, foreclosure means the bank has regained the house the, the bank owns the house no matter what as soon as you get the um what is it called when you own the house the paperwork yeah now like when people the bank owns your house no matter what as soon as you pay it off then it's your house you know, you still have to pay uh, taxes, property taxes. So, do not buy a dream house in the beginning. Buy an okay house and plan to rent it off. That's how you gain passive income. Well, passive income means is money coming to you every month, passively. So, once you do that, that's how you become, um, that's your way into becoming a millionaire. Yes. Now, guys, we'd like to hear your thoughts. If there's anything that you feel like we didn't cover or if there's anything that you feel that you're personally affected right now by hyperinflation or cost of living, uh, we'd like to hear your thoughts. If you could share your comments on the thread or if you can give us a, a response, that would be that'd be amazing. We'd like to hear where you guys are actually at right now. Uh, we definitely want to know where you're at so we can potentially help you guys. Um, we want to uh, interact with you and want to know uh, what's going on on your day-to-day -day basis. Exactly. Same what Uriel just said. You know, he just nailed it. But uh, yeah, these are the things to look out for. Inflation, hyperinflation, which means the inflation is going up than usual. You know, and um, building good credit, which is extremely vital, especially here in the world. You could have all the money you have. You, you know, you could have all the money, but if your credit is bad, you're not going to qualify for a lot of perks like buying a house, like getting good deals and cars, like all that. So we want to tell you, thank you for listening. And we will produce more content in the coming weeks. Thank you and have a blessed day. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Go on.